I'm Paul Sullivan, your host on the Company of Dads podcast, where we explore the sweet, sublime, strange, and silly aspects of being a lead dad in a world where men, who are the go-to parents, often feel they have to hide, or at least not talk about their roles. One thing I know from personal experience is being a lead dad is not a traditional role for men. Whether you work full-time, part-time, or devote all your time to your family, parenting is so often left to mothers or paid caregivers. But here at the Company of Dads, our goal is to shake all that off and create a community for fathers who are lead dads and to welcome other dads who want to learn more from them. Today, my guest is Dan Cadillac, personal finance journalist and 1990s lead dad. He's gonna share seven lessons you need, seven lessons from an OG lead dad to today's lead dad. Slightly different format, but let's jump right into it with the questions. Question one. What was it like when you and your wife were commuting together and trying to balance working in the city and parenting in the suburbs? Well, I mean, so we started out with with uh, with her being at home uh, for the first you know number of years. I, I the near I don't know how many years, but the first little while she was at home with the kids, um, um, and I was commuting every day by myself, and that went on for a few years and. And then she got the bug to go back to work um, and ended up getting these jobs, uh, you know, getting some good jobs in the city. And that was a period of time when we commuted together uh, and and both of us were working on our careers. Uh, what was it like? I mean, we had nannies. Uh, we 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 went through a number of nannies. We had some really good ones, and we had one or two uh, that we had to get rid of pretty fast. Uh, and so, that was a kind of a gut wrenching mo- uh, period when you're leaving your very young children with, um, you know, obviously they had been vetted, but at, at the end of the day, they were strangers when we first met them. And uh, uh, but that's what we did uh and and we were comfortable with it uh, we you know when i say we had some some that we didn't like so much that it wasn't like a dangerous situation we just didn't think they were you know attending to everything they should have been attending to um uh, uh but that went on for quite a while and and you know i'll be honest i we we didn't see everything that happened we you know you don't you don't your kids don't report everything back to you uh um but We've recently, our oldest daughter, we got into a conversation and she got really mad at us about something. And I don't remember what it was. And she said, she said, yeah, well, you know, I don't think I'm going to have kids because, um, because, because what did she say? Because, because what's the point of having a child when they're just going to like hate you for the first 15 years of their life? <laughs> Which was, of course, was a bit of a hyperbole. Um, but she said, yeah, you know, we were like raised by nannies. And, uh, and I said, you were not, you know, and, and we, you know, but she was just being a brat. And but she 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 knew that was kind of a spot that she could get us on, you know. Question two, how and when did you and your wife decide to flip lead parent roles and for you to become the lead dad? I would say that came about... I mean, the kids were starting to become preteens at that point. They were, um, I, I, you know, 10, 11, 12 in that, in that range, you know, I was, um, approaching 50, um, in age and, um, you know, I had a great job and, 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 
I've, I talked with the people I worked for and, you know, it, it, my job was portable. I mean, they, they, they thought it would be fine if I worked from home. Uh, most of the time, uh, we had an arrangement, so it was, it was great. Um, but it came about, uh, because Kim's career was becoming more and more demanding. Uh, the kids were entering those teen years and needing more and more supervision. And then we finally said, you know, look, the nannies were great when they were babies, but they need like real adult attention now. Um, you know, big kids, big problems. Right. Um, and, uh, so I, I, you know, we looked, we had a long conversation and, and we just kind of agreed that, you know, my career was the most, gave us the most flexibility. We need one of us to be at home. That was the decision we made. One of us needed to be at home. Um, so we looked at that and what that meant. And, and then I was, you know, I was, you know, I raised my hand. I, I, I could do it. I, my career was transportable that way. Um, I think at some point that may have hurt my career uh, in the longer term, um, uh, not in a serious way, but but it, I think it did. Uh, but it was also it also opened up some doors that I wanted to pursue. And with her career going well, you, there wasn't as much financial pressure on me to pursue some of these other things. I wrote a couple books. I, you know, I, I started trying out some different kind of writing and all that sort of thing, and it was really rewarding. Uh, but at the same time, I became the person at home with the kids. And, and you know, when I talk about teenage problems, you know, uh, girls and boys and, you know, you know, I, I, you know, my son is dyslexic, dyslexic. And so he needed some we needed to really work on his education and where what the right school for him. And, um, and, and I was there. I was the one doing that kind of work. Question three, you raised your kids in a traditional town in the late 1990s. What were the challenges of being a lead dad in a town like that? The, the challenge was more in my own head. And was I doing was I sacrificing something in my career? Uh, the challenge of dealing with the kids, I I, I embraced that. I that I didn't find that challenging at all. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, it was something I wanted to do. And frankly, I thought I was pretty good at it. So I didn't have like a, a coffee clutch. I didn't play tennis. You know, I didn't, I wasn't like a Chappaqua mother. You know, I, when I wasn't watching the kids, I was working. Um, um, and my job really as a parent was as much as anything to sort of just like get them from place to place. And I had plenty of time to do the writing I wanted to do. Uh, so I, I guess I, I found it very rewarding in many ways. Um, but I didn't really see it as that much of a challenge. I mean, it was just, I, 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 something that came kind of natural to me. And I, and I really enjoyed experiencing the kids in this way. Um, you know, I joke, uh, I joked once with my wife, I said, you know, I'm, I'm shuttling, you know, these 13 year old, my, my daughter, you know, all of her friends, we had a big suburban and we'd get like seven of her friends. They're all 12, 13 years old. And I'm taking them to whatever the dance or whatever I was doing. Um, and I, I just marveled that. I mean, they, I was like a bus driver. They, they were back there talking, talking, talking. And, and like, I wasn't even there. Like I'm, I'm the dad, <laughs> I'm the parent and I'm hearing stuff. I, I'm hearing stuff that I would never hear if I wasn't like driving them to some party somewhere. Uh, they're just back there talking like, like I'm just the chauffeur. And uh, I just got great information. And I, 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 you know, I can't give you specifics on that because I don't remember them. But I just remember thinking, wow, I would never hear this if I weren't here doing this. 
Question four. You were doing this when work from home was uh, synonymous with slacking off. How did you stay productive? You know, there's always a bit of an emphasis on FaceTime at the office. And you do, you you know, you miss certain things. Uh, you, you miss the meetings. You miss the water cooler talk. You miss the, the conversations that lead to stories that lead to, you know, the top editors thinking you're the guy for the job. And, and you know, I... I did sense that. Um, I did sense that, but I also almost didn't care because I felt myself transitioning uh, to a different sort of uh, career going forward. Um, that transition probably didn't happen in the way I envisioned it. And so there came a time when I thought, you know, I had second thoughts. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah years after I started doing it, I thought, eh, I wonder what my career would have been like if I if I had just stayed there in the office. And and done those things, um, and and got the FaceTime and all that, you know. But I don't think too hard about that because you know that's also a period of time that coincided with the the basic implosion of journalism as we know it. And you know, at time, you know, they were. I mean, every six months they were offering packages and telling you know to, to downsizing. And who knows? Who knows if I would have survived that? You know. So uh, I. Uh, I was kind of happy to actually, I actually took a package from them. And, and then I, as I mentioned uh, before, I think I, then, then they hired me back on a contract basis. And so I didn't have the benefits, but I didn't need them because my wife had those, you know, health benefits and all that. And, um, um, so I forgot what I was going with that, but, uh, I, I, there were some second thoughts, there were some second thoughts, but at the end of the day, I, I don't regret it. Question five. What will it take to change this link between masculinity and money so that both parents can fulfill their potential? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's happening, you know, right before us. I mean, I, I see it with the partners that my kids have chosen. And, um, you know, the, the 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 husbands are way more involved than most of like my friends ever were at that age. Uh, so I, I think it is already happening with the younger group. Um, uh, I frankly don't understand the reluctance uh, on the part of some men, uh, you know, but but then, you know, culturally, I know that that exists also, uh, you know, in, in 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 various areas where where the man is still expected to work and the, the woman, you know, the wife expected to raise the kids. I, women are having greater opportunity now. Uh, I think I think there's still pay disparity, but it, that gap is closing. I, I think. I believe women are way more valued in the workplace than they were 20 or 30 years ago uh, and are getting better jobs and bigger jobs. And, and quite frankly, they're, they're, they're better at some of these jobs than men are. And, and at the end of the day, if you're running a company, you want the right person for the job. And so I think natural forces are making it happen. I really do. And for the men who are reluctant to take that road, I mean, they're going to find themselves being crowded out. I think they're they're just they're not going to have uh, they're going to have fewer women prospects if they keep, if they hold if they hold that to that line of thinking. <laughs> Question six: What advice would you give to someone starting out as a lead dad? I mean, I would say you know embrace it with everything you've got and try to try to find your your sort of younger self in there somewhere. I mean, you, you know, when I started putting after school snacks out, I discovered Nutella. Uh, I, you know, I, I learned, I, I learned every word to SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, um, 
And, you know, I found I found out that when I hid the cookies, you know, the kids would find them. They're really people and they 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 find everything in the house and and it's kind of fun. It becomes a game. It's like, well, where can I hide the cookies now if they're not so they don't find them? Um, I would just say embrace it and uh, look for the fun aspects of it because it's it's really fun if you let it be. Now, I mean, it's always going to be work, but look for that the quirks in your kids' personalities and try to create some memories. Do something funny. Uh, to do it, you know, do things that their mom wouldn't do with them. You know, uh, even if that's just going outside and playing catch more often or something, whatever it means. Uh, um, but I, for me, it's all about just embracing it. Question seven. What has you being a lead dad meant for your wife's career? Yeah, well, it's meant, I mean, if I, I, I don't want to oversell it, but it's meant everything. I mean, she's, she, uh, today, you know, she's got a very demanding job. Uh, I'm semi-retired uh, and uh, we've been sort of headed down that path for a number of years. And, you know, frankly, she wouldn't have been able to devote the energy to her job if I hadn't been willing to handle the domestic stuff or a good chunk of it. And by the way, she does her share. I mean, it, it, she, even with her job, she, you know, it's like, she hasn't like left me with an apron. I mean, it's like, you know, we still share all this stuff, but the fact that, but that, that I'm doing as much as I'm doing has absolutely helped her. Um, and she, you know, she's told me that and, and she wasn't kidding. Um, so, and, and look at the payoff. I mean, I've, I mean, just in, in many ways, I've gotten a payoff for being this person. And one of them is that her career is just like, you know, she's crushing it. And it's like, <laughs> it's good for us, you know. <laughs> Dan Cadillac, thank you for being my guest on the Company of Dads podcast.